Today we are in Dallas at the headquarters of Tenet Healthcare to learn more about the company's unique approach to the care continuum and its increased focus on developing a closer relationship with its patients and the communities that Tenet serves. Tenet is one of the largest providers in the country. It operates more than 68 hospitals and hundreds of other outpatient centers and points of care in 47 states. Those facilities employ 115,000 people who take care of more than 10 million Americans each year. Our guest today is Tenant's Executive Chairman and CEO, Ron Rittenmeyer. Ron became Tenant's leader in August of 2017, but has been on the board uh, since 2010. And this year, we are delighted to have Ron serve as the Federation's Chairman. This is one more title he can add to a resume that includes decades of corporate leadership. Before joining Tenet, Ron served as chairman of the board and CEO of Millennium Health Solutions Company. He also previously served as chairman, president, and CEO of Expert Global Solutions, Inc., a provider of business process outsourcing services. He also served as chairman and CEO of Electronic Data Systems, better known as EDS, at the time, the largest provider of backroom and claims processing for the Medicare program. I want to thank Ron for joining us today. Chip, I appreciate it. Uh, It's always fun to get together and talk about what we're doing. Very much look forward to our conversation. Ron, Tenet is making an effort to be more consumer-centric. Can you tell us about uh, what your hopes are and what you'll achieve through this process And can you tell us about the new approaches you're taking to build trust uh, with your patients and connections with those patients and the communities they live in? Uh, Sure, I'd love to do that. We have revisited how patients are being treated from the moment our first encounter to the moment of our last encounter. The consumers that we Uh, deal with are actually our patients. They are our consumers. Uh, When they walk through that door, the first moment, the first uh, minute of interaction is incredibly important because from that moment forward until they leave our care, they are uh, the most important thing that we should be focused on. Our marketing strategy has evolved to speak directly to the consumer And we're now much more engaged in doing that throughout the community. We launched individually tailored marketing campaigns in each of our 20 hospital markets. They start with a deep knowledge of the consumer we serve in each local market. Because as you can imagine with demographics and other things, there, there are different needs in every community. And that allows us then to ensure that we are reaching them with the right message at the right time during their patient journey with tenant. Our employees are the ones that care for these communities that we serve. They live in the community. They're part of the community's fabric. We're proud of our employees, and we've asked them to be the face of our marketing effort since they know that healing is much more than providing medical care. It starts with the second the individual patient walks through that door. So this is our community built on care. That's the slogan we use, and that's the agenda that we've tied to our growth as we focus as acquisition and retention of consumers in our communities. Uh, You mentioned 
the community built on care as a national campaign, a national approach that you're taking in local markets. Can you elaborate on it and give us a sense sure. of what this is going to mean for patients sure. in the communities you serve? Yeah. Community built on care, the concept is a new multi-channel marketing campaign that comes to life across each of our markets. It's a unified and it highlights the patient and care provider stories that make us who we are. We have humanized and empowered local marketing in each of these markets. We have seen great success, for example, at our Detroit Medical Center in activating this campaign across consumer touch points that touch our patients. For DMC, we launched the campaign across email, direct mail, billboards, newspapers, and bus wraps. We have individually tailored the campaign for each of our 20 local markets, and each of our markets and hospitals and associated patient centers are the substance of a community built on care. We take great pride in the work our employers are doing in this area every day, and they spend part of their day really working within their community to further the fact that we are there to provide the kind of resources they need to solve their healthcare problems. Ron, as part of this equation, uh, there's the physician. Uh, what are you doing to help physicians do the best they can for the patients they're serving uh, in the tenant institutions across the country? You know, I really, I'm really glad you asked that question. That's a great question. Um, physicians are really the critical part of our growth strategy. We restructured our physician recruiting uh, process, ensuring that we're employing the high-quality physician groups to enhance the service lines that we have focused on by market. Our business development teams have also remained focused on earning more business from independent physicians who seek the best environment to deliver care. We have a model, and when we acquire these physician groups as well as a model to expand our non-employee physician relationships, they're built on improving our existing service lines. We're focused on matching the needs of the market to the type of physicians that we recruit. In addition, we're restructuring our scheduling processes so we can simplify the process for physicians and improve convenience. We want physicians to be able to complete the number of cases that they have on their schedule in, a, in an efficient and effective manner. That includes simple things like improving the turnover at an OR or having the right staff at the right place for the physician to be able to execute their job. It sounds very basic, but it takes a tremendous amount of coordination. Uh, we also have reviewed where our physicians have interfaces with other great physicians. So fundamentally, what we are doing is working on integrating uh, our physicians into organizations that focus on uh, care within the specific uh, area or service line that they're in. So whether it's cardiac or orthopedic or wherever, we are helping our physicians become more integrated in those types of operations. And then also to work on a number, a, a number of clinically integrated service networks like uh, ACOs and other innovative programs. And it allows them and other caregivers inside and outside of our hospital uh, to get together and deliver better results through learning more about those programs, which continue to evolve. So bottom line is physicians for us are very centric to continuing to grow our programs and our care for our customers. In this process that you all are developing, the approaches you're taking, what does maintenance of the patient relationship to tenant mean? We think about our patients as developing a real patient loyalty. 
you know, it's kind of the the birth to death, you know, cradle to grave kind of concept. Uh, we want to be there for our, our our patients in every one of our communities. In order to deal with that, you have to accept first that patients have a choice in where they receive care. And to be the provider of choice, you've got to be very, very aware of that. So how we handle the process from intake to discharge is vividly remembered and has a direct correlation with our reputation in the community and our ability to be seen as a location desired for care. And that reputation is very impactful for both new and returning patients. And by the way, it's not just the patient. It's the patient's family. If you do this correctly, you you involve the patient and all of the people that surround that patient when they're in the hospital. We have to offer service lines that are in demand, that are tailored to the, the diverse community's needs that we serve, as well as focus on the chronically ill patient who have greater needs for healthcare service. Our focus is end-to-end on the patient experience, and we believe that builds loyalty with our patients, with their families, with their friends, and with the overall community we serve. And we think that whole concept is critical as we continue to evolve in the healthcare area. I know the tenant uh, has a saying, right care, right time, right place. Can you describe what that means for the patient and, and maybe take this opportunity to talk about ambulatory services and other kinds of innovations that you're undertaking to enhance your patient care? You know, we do, we do think a lot about right care, right time, right place. And we add to that by caregivers who have a passion delivering it with a significant amount of compassion, okay? So compassionate people delivering it. That means that we're more than a hospital company. Uh, we have to be much more. We have 570 care facilities in a health system network that continues to expand. Our overall strategy means we have to, we have to really involve a demand-driven ongoing approach to providing the right services in the right settings based on that demand. So we have integrated locations. We're in the process of integrating all of our access points across our healthcare network. Includes hospitals, imaging centers, surgery centers, urgent care centers. It includes improving coordination between our hospitals and our ambulatory platforms. And then what the offerings are at each location. High acuity in addressing the critical ill always will be our priority along with making our facilities the facilities of choice, as I mentioned earlier. Third, patient experience. We have to provide convenience in terms of access and couple it with a customer-friendly, supported method of scheduling patients, our customers, who are not going to tolerate long wait lines on the phone or websites that are difficult to navigate. You know, we're in the process of continuing to develop a highly integrated market delivery program. And that is part of a seamless patient experience, and it's going to be incorporated into everything we do. You mentioned the ambulatory platform. You know, we we are the uh, largest, uh, one of the largest owners of ambulatory services. As you know, the market is uh, highly fragmented. We own uh, approximately 5%. Uh, I, th- I believe the top 20% are owned by less than uh, 6% of, uh, or the top six people, I guess, own about 20%. So that means we still have 80% that's independent. That is a significant fragmented market. And we're going to continue to accumulate ambulatory facilities because we believe as part of the continuum, you have high acuity, you have outpatient services, and ultimately you have ambulatory uh, settings. 
and we're going to do the care in the location that best fits the need of the patient and the health of the patient. So it gives us the whole continuum. So, Ron, talk to me about this focus you've mentioned on the continuum of care. How does your increasing focus on areas like freestanding emergency departments in the community increase efficiency of health care and even lead to lower costs? Well, you know, not everything has to happen at the hospital. You know, we, we believe our hospitals are, are well-suited to handle any task, but not everybody needs that full type of, of procedure. So emergency rooms are there for a purpose, obviously by their name, but freestanding emergency rooms can deal with a level down from what a patient might need in a hospital-based emergency room. So freestanding emergency rooms provide emergency care, but not fully as much as a high-acuity emergency room in a trauma center, for example, at a hospital. Freestanding emergency rooms provide us more uh, freed-up time, if you will, in in our emergency rooms to handle those much more serious cases. Urgent cares would be the next step down. Urgent cares can handle a lot of things that people walk into an emergency room that they need that are really not critical and are really not a high acuity item. So it's really a tiering of emergency care, uh, urgent cares, some freestanding emergency rooms, and then moving up to hospital-based emergency rooms. So it, it's really a function of what is the right care and where's the right place to provide that. And then providing an integrated network that allows patients to make the choice and get referred to the right type of location. Ron, when you, you focus here on outpatient treatment and, and the continuum, it sounds like, at least for the traditional hospital in the outpatient area, which is growing, there's an issue of, are we getting the right patients there, a sufficient level uh, of patients with the kind of acuity that you're going to need backup uh, and what a hospital itself is there to offer. Can you give us some perspective on why the costs at the mother hospital for its outpatient services need to be higher. Hospitals are a complete operation from that front door to the rear door. Uh, They can handle almost any situation. Uh, Therefore, we have to have significantly more equipment, more staff, more support. And we deal typically with the patient that is much, much more ill, could be chronically ill, or has a much serious, much more serious situation, trauma case, uh, that type of situation. So hospitals are a different setting because they're a complete setting. But there are patients uh, that can come in that need less than that. So outpatient services are provided to those kind of people, individuals that you can treat and, and then discharge. Ambulatory, again, is another step out. That In that situation, you may be able to do, for example, a knee replacement, a very healthy individual, but they have to have a knee replacement or some type of action done, uh, orthopedically, let's say. Those types of cases can be done in an ambulatory setting. It has the right surgery uh, OR development. It has the right support staff around it, but it doesn't need all of the bells and whistles that a top, typical hospital would do for somebody that was much, much sicker. So what we've done is try to lay out a series of facilities that can deal with whatever level is required based on the situation by the individual patient. But every one of these is individual, right? I mean, they're not, there's no one solution for all. What are the implications, Ron, 
uh, for the hospital uh, in this ambulatory setting, at, at least in terms of the emerger, emergency room side, when you're having to deal with patients that are uninsured. How do you make that work for, for the hospital? Well, you know, we have a certain amount of uncompensated care we have to absorb. And that means that we have to absorb that across our, our pricing platforms. Uh, so when we think about pricing and, and that platform, we try to build into that the percentage of people. I mean, nothing is free. We have to obviously cover our cost and pay our nurses and our doctors and our technicians and pay for the overhead that it costs to to run labs and to have x-rays and imaging going on. So we have to take the uninsured patient in because the most important thing is we, we help the patient. And in that process, we absorb a lot of cost. And that cost then has to get spread over uh, all the other pricing that we do in, uh, in the commercial structure. Thanks, Ron. I think we've covered a, a broad array of issues and really focused on what you're trying to achieve uh, for patients. As we conclude, do you have anything to add? You know, I think that it's a uh, – the only thing I would add to this is that this is a great business. It's a very, only because it's – the admission that we do is so important. Taking care of our patients is truly a calling and something that we have outstanding doctors and nurses that are phenomenally dedicated. I think the most rewarding thing in this job is to be able to read the stories and talk to your employees and realize that we really do save lives every day. And it's a calling and a mission that is goes beyond anything that I've ever had the opportunity to do. So it's an honor to do it. So Thank you, Ron. Thanks for listening to Hospitals in Focus. Please be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast platform, or by visiting us at our website, fah.org. We hope you will share your reviews and tell a friend about us. Thanks so much for listening.